You already know what time it is. Welcome back into the What Offseason Sports Podcast, everybody. Coming on today's episode, we're going to take a look back at when I broke down the season before the NFL kicked off. You know, I did the AFC and the NFC breakdown. We're going to hold myself accountable here. I'd like to call it Adam's accountability for the midseason mark, kind of, of the NFL. But I'm not alone today on the show. I've got my boy Ethan from the E on the Mic show, another sports podcast that I absolutely love. What's going on with you, brother? How you doing today? How you doing, Adam? I'm man. excited to be on this show today. What's off season? I remember the old logo of yours. Yeah, man. Exactly. Before before you change that, before you change the logo with the help of Mike. Shout out to him there. Shout out Mike <laughs> on the Mike Pod. Ceiling, floor, and expected. If everybody remembers, that's how we're going to be breaking it down. We're going to be taking a look at whether we think they're going to hit the ceiling, floor, or expected. We're going through about half of the league here, and the teams that I went with, it wasn't necessarily all Super Bowl contenders. I did put some bad teams in here that kind of surprised me, but the teams that we brought to the slate today. I think it's going to make for a great show. We're going to start off with the Seattle Seahawks. They've lost three of their last four, and they really should have lost four out of their last five. Obviously, Russell Wilson has had really crazy games the last four. Three turnovers in three of his last four games. Absolutely ridiculous. But I'm going to have them winning five of their last seven because I'm not really sold on the defense a whole lot just yet. Finishing them at 11-5, and five, and realistically, I'm going to have them as a divisional team. Ethan, how do you feel about the Seahawks, man? Ceiling floor expected for you. I actually expected how you just predicted there, how what Seattle will go to. 11 and five. I see them 11 and 5. I see them losing some crucial games. I think they'll lose to Arizona and the Rams yep. again. But with the remaining schedule they have, it looks to be clear they can go 11 and 5 and possibly win this division. Absolutely. And the NFC West, it's super tough. I want to say there's a three-way tie right now in the NFC West. So going a little below, I want to say the ceiling on the wins, but we're going to keep them at the NFC Divisional at probably their ceiling, finishing at 11 and five onto the Arizona Cardinals. And look, I knew this team coming into the year had great potential. Kyler Murray's playing like a top five quarterback right now. They had the, maybe the greatest pickup in the offseason with DeAndre Hopkins. And Kyler Murray's balling right now. We obviously just saw the Murray magic that happened on Sunday night with the bomb to DeAndre Hopkins and triple coverage. What a win for the Arizona Cardinals. And like I was mentioning earlier, don't be surprised if you see Kyler Murray win a playoff game this year with Cliff Kingsbury. He's on a pace for a historic season. He's on pace for almost almost 20 touchdowns. I want to say 16 specifically. And he's looking to mimic Lamar Jackson's MVP numbers from last year. And I do have them finishing hot, winning six of their last seven, going 11 and five as well. And I've said it before. Don't be surprised if the Cardinals are maybe a call or a play away from the NFC championship with the way the defense can play and the offense is hot as well. I'm going to keep it real though. And I think they'll get stopped in the NFC divisional. E, how about you, man? Wow. I was surprised you say NFC championship game there. That's a, that's a shocker for me, but I do have I do have them eleven and five. I, I do agree with you right there, eleven and five. I realistically could see them winning the next six out of the seven games, as you mentioned. Right. One of them could be a loss from the Seattle or the Rams. One of the two, but Kyler Murray has been very dangerous. Let me tell you, like their yeah. offense is on pace. They're faster than the Baltimore's offense altogether in yep. the league. I saw that when they played against my Finns right there. They were going really quick up to the line, and that miracle to Hopkins, man, that was a good catch right there. But yeah, that was a huge play. Huge play, man. Way to beat the Bills. And with Kyler scramming a lot out of the pocket, that was that might go down as one of the biggest plays of the that's, year, man. That was huge. What makes Kyler Murray so dangerous in the game? He can use his legs. Yeah, extend the extended play for that type of play. Which, from a fact, with Hopkins' catch, that was eighteen percent chance of that catching at all. 
That was a huge catch, and that's a crucial win for the Cardinals, too, in a loaded division like the NFC West. Sticking in the NFC West here, actually, the Los Angeles Rams. Now, it seemed like they've shaken their Super Bowl hangover from last year. Life really came at them fast last year in the NFL. They lost a few linemen. The O-line was getting old. Todd Gurley really wasn't himself. Now he's with Atlanta this year. So they've had to do a little bit of reforming there in that Rams locker room, but we know they have Sean McVay. And I was kind of unsure about this team coming into the season, but they're quietly top seven in offense offensive and defensive yards per game so they can move the ball on you and they can keep you from moving the ball on them and it's another tight race in the NFC West I'm going to have them finishing 11 and 5 as well I know a lot of 11 and 5 teams have started off but it just shows you how competitive that NFC West is and I think the Rams would get back to the divisional I don't think they have the firepower this year to go to the NFC championship Ethan I want to know where they're landing for you at the end of the season Mm. Oh, you have a three-way tie for the NFC West right there. That would be yeah, man. It's gonna be, come down to those divisional wins. I actually disagree with you. I actually don't see them eleven and five. I actually see them ten and six. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason why I have ten and six, they do have a they have tough matchups to play. They got Tom 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 Brady. There you go, Tom Brady. They have to play him next, and then yep. they got to play Seattle and then Arizona twice. So that can make. I don't think there will be a tie there. Will they make the playoffs? I'm pretty sure they will make the playoffs. Right. I think this is a first round exit, though. That's the thing. Yeah, I could definitely depends see on, that depending happening. Depending on who too. they play, it's unless it's Dallas or the NFC least, it's like, <laughs> as I like to call it. Then yeah, then they're going to advance in the first round. But I see a first round exit. If it's not yeah, I, hey, I could definitely see it because I think I think Arizona is the best team in that division right now. People are probably going to call me crazy because of Seattle, but you got to look at how Seattle's been playing the last three out of four games. Like I said, they really should have lost four out of their last five. Russell Wilson's magic ran out after the Vikings game because they've lost three of the last four. And I don't think the Seahawks are going to skid down, but don't be surprised if they do go about 10 and five or or 10 and six or 11 and five. Like I mentioned, some people had them winning 13, 14 games and early mm-hmm. on in the year, they looked like it, but the defense, like it's always been the Achilles heel of the Seahawks for the past few years really after the Legion of Boom era so I have the Cardinals as the best team in the NFC West now to talk about my New Orleans Saints man prayers to Drew Brees and his family that was a huge huge injury that the Saints just faced and hearing that he has a collapsed lung and some fractured ribs I mean that's tough for the Saints they just hit their stride so had to wear the Brees jersey today man you know what's crazy too E my jersey was dirty my Brees jersey was dirty and it was hanging up. I'm so superstitious when it comes to games. I have my different shorts and I didn't have my jersey on and Breeze gets hurt, man. I felt like mm. I felt like I was to blame. No, I'm just kidding. It's really Cesar Ruiz. But the New Orleans Saints obviously just had a big blow losing Drew Brees. So the NFC South is a little bit up for grabs now. And in steps Jameis Winston. It is almost going to ride on the shoulders of Jameis Winston for the NFC South. And I do think New Orleans is a better organization, obviously, than Tampa Bay, the more buttoned up. They've got more experience. They've been the better overall team for easily the past 20 years. And I can see New Orleans winning four to six more games because of how I think the defense is going to step up. You see how it's played the last few weeks. And I think the defense is really going to be the story of the New Orleans Saints until Drew Brees gets back. They have the Chiefs, the Falcons twice, and the Panthers playing tough. So if the Saints did skid to an 11-game win or up to 13-3, and I could totally see it. I'm still going to take them at the expected going to the NFC Championship. New Orleans is very resilient this year. I'm not going to call Super Bowl yet because I've seen cracks in the armor, but I could see New Orleans hitting the expected. Ethan, where do you see the Saints landing this year, man? Man, that, that tough, that's, that's tough for losing Drew Brees right there against the 49ers. That, let me say that first off. Hopefully he's farewell. I know he should be back in three, two to three weeks is what they're estimating. Man, he needs to stay out six, I think, man. It's a collapsed lung. Ribs, that hurts, dude. 
but Jameis Winston crab legs, man. That man, that <laughs> Mister Crablegs himself. Especially, they have a favorable matchup to play against in the next couple of weeks. Especially with that Saints defense rolling, especially from that Tampa Bay game. I expect them to get 13 wins, three losses, until when Drew Brees comes back, and then by then, it won't be a no problem. Now, where do I see Drew Brees in the play and the Saints in the playoffs? I think this time they'll actually make the Super Bowl. Actually. I think this is the year that they will make the Super Bowl. I think they have the confidence in them. I can't wait to I know, look back at this. I know the past three years have been really, really crying with the Vikings twice. The Vikings – I don't think the Vikings going to make the playoffs this year. I don't think so. <laughs> they better not. But, they're, I mean, they were getting hot there for a second. They got to play. Do you think the Saints are going to go to the Super Bowl this year? I, I can really realistically see the Saints making the Super Bowl this year. Hmm. As long as can't wait to no, look no back mistakes at all, then they should be fine. I cannot wait to look back and say that my boy was right. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay has been a crazy year for the Bucs, bringing Antonio Brown into the house, having to work on some more chemistry. Tom Brady going to a unbuttoned culture. We haven't really talked a whole lot of Brady this year on the show. Unfortunately, the couple times I have spoke about him, it's when he's been slipping up and having his bad games. Mm. But let's not like act this, uh, excuse me. Let's not act like Brady has had a necessarily bad season. It has been shaky for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. And it did take Brady a little bit to settle into his system. But this is the super team in the NFL. This is the one team that has all their chips in one bucket. They are going for the Super Bowl. It is Super Bowl or bust for the Saints and for the Bucks. Two teams in the NFC South are on a Super Bowl or bust year. But will they go to the Super Bowl? Because you know that you can rattle the Bucks. Yes, the Bears beat them, but they were hobbled. But the two losses to the Saints really show how you can expose Tampa Bay. I do still have them winning five out of their last six, going 12-4, and four, and I wouldn't be surprised if they did go to the NFC Championship. But how they're playing right now, I feel like it's a divisional slip-up. Some people say a wild-card team, but I see Tom Brady winning more than one playoff game, at least with how well he's playing this year. Ethan, how far are the Bucs going for you this year? Uh I got Bucks going 11 and five. I, I like Tom Brady's performance of yesterday's game, especially is every every time he does really bad, he does really good the next game. Right, he's always got a huge game. Two touchdowns right there, 200 and something yards there, and and a rushing touchdown. So that was pretty impressive for Tom Brady. But knowing Tom Brady in the wild cards, he's not really good at wild card games. I think he gets a, a first round exit, especially he's not very good mm. in in wild card. Unless, again, NFC least. True. 11 and 5 and a first round exit, unless they play an NFC least team. Yep. Man. That's what well, I do you think, do you think New Orleans exposing them the way they did? Is that, is that cause for you to say that they could go out in the wild card round? I think that's the reason why, because they got exposed on Sunday night football on, on national TV, 38 yeah. to 3. Did you expect that to be that game right there? No, nah, the man. Saints? I expected a close one. I said, even if my Saints lose ugly, man, I'll take the W. And we came out and we, we put the league on notice, man. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, that it was, was, a, it was, that a, was huge, a game. I watched man, the whole entire thing. I was like, yeah, worst worst loss of Brady's career. I was I was like, okay, we can we can take that one back home for sure. That that's definitely going to be something to sit on for the season. Another tough NFC South team that we hear though is have here is the Carolina Panthers. I think they're one of the biggest surprises of the year. Yes, they're sitting at three and six, but you want to talk about one of the best teams with a bad record in the NFL right now, along with the Chargers. You got to take a look at the Panthers, honestly, and. You know, with I had them winning only two games at the most this year. And like I said, I know they're only at three and six. But if there's one thing about the Panthers, they're a super tough team this year. And I feel like their job is to hang around in a lot of games because they've been in every game they played this year with 
the exception of the Tampa Bay game. And they're just going to be here to give teams trouble and occasionally beat a good team. Just imagine if they did have Christian McCaffrey right now. They could be one of those 6-3 and three NFL teams. I feel like Christian McCaffrey would bring enough suspicion and power for a defense and for an offense to make an impact in the game. I got them winning four out of their last six, going in seven and nine, hitting their ceiling, more than likely missing the playoffs if these COVID games act up like the NFL said. Maybe they could sneak in with a losing record, but I don't want I want to know where you got the Panthers landing, Ethan. And they're missing McCaffrey so much. He came back that against the Chiefs, but he got that shoulder injury. He's good, and they're already telling that he's going to be out for a couple more games. So that's not a good sign for the Panthers that they want to be legitimate in a playoff contending run. But right now, when I see the Panthers right now with the, with their injuries, I know DJ Moore's been pretty impressive, and Robbie Anderson and Samuel. No underrated wide receiving core out there in Carolina, dude. Hundred percent. 100%, but I really see them 6-10. and 10. I don't see them I don't see them getting more than six wins. I, they'll win the next three games. The next three games, I think that's manageable to happen. But do I see the Panthers making a playoffs? No. I've I seen a good six wins, ten losses right there. Yeah, I agree with you, man. They're definitely going to miss the playoffs. I think they'll pull out one more, like I said. But, you know, they've been so tough all year. Like I mentioned, they oh, haven't been blown out in any game besides the Bucks game. And, I mean – um, you know, Teddy Bridgewater got hurt, so you can't really blame him for kind of slacking in that game. It's hard to really put a guy in that's not ready, you know, to come off of the bench. We're going to take a look at the Baltimore Ravens now. In the words of Colin Cowherd, they're going to go 16-0, and fly through the playoffs, and win the Super Bowl. That is absolutely hilarious because that is not what the Baltimore Ravens are doing this year. Lamar Jackson has been figured out, and Baltimore is still second to last in the league in passing yards. Only the Jets are are behind them. That is perspective for you is how much the Ravens cannot throw the football. They're not nearly as explosive as they are last year. The defense is still there though. And that's what keep, that's what's keeping them relevant in the season. I still think they'd be relevant if they had an average defense, but they might be sitting at possibly a five and four record, but they're looking all right at six and three. And you look at the schedule. They have yet to wig. Uh, they have yet to win a big or meaningful game. They got smacked by the chiefs. They lose to the Steelers, and now they've lost to, in my opinion right now, a bad Patriots team. So it's looking pretty questionable down in Baltimore. I think they'll win five to six more games this year because they're just pretty high-powered still, and I, I just still think this team can win football games. They had the Titans and the Steelers back-to-back, -back, so they probably will drop one of those. I see them finishing with 11 or 12 wins and unfortunately hitting their floor and maybe another second-round exit, first round, if they get the bye uh, for Lamar Jackson. Where do you have them, Landon? And 60% of the offense is running yeah option play to run and 40 percent is passing so you stop the run you stop lamar jackson although he did play very good on sunday night but what i see realistically about baltimore i think they can get 11 to 5 record right there i really really see that happening for lamar jackson and i think they can make it to the divisional round and then they'll they'll lose in the divisional round so lamar jackson will get his first win in the playoff game in the wild card since the since how the playoffs work now is the number one team is in the is in the bye week, and the rest of everybody else plays in the wild card. So we'll get his first win. I think there will be – I think there will be like a third seed. I really see that, the third seed. Steelers, a fishy 9-0 and team to me. And I know Mike Tomlin is doing his thing, as always. Never having a losing season in the NFL is absolutely unheard of. And here's why they're a fishy 9-0. and You got narrow wins to bad teams, the Broncos, the Eagles, the Texans, the Cowboys, the Giants. That's five of their wins, and they won, and they won those games not being able to put the team away until the end. They were letting the bad teams hang around. They almost blew it to Baltimore, Tennessee, and Dallas. And I'm not taking anything away from the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are 9-0. 
window. They have not lost a football game this year, but you got to look at what they are really doing on the field. And I'm not still, I'm not sold on the Steelers as a Super Bowl champion right now. I think they have potential to go undefeated, very least going 13 and three, but they do have big games against the Bills, the Ravens, and the Colts, all which teams I feel like are going to find themselves and be maybe at their peak towards the end of the year. And I think it's going to test them, obviously, as the season comes to a close. And it does look like, though, with them winning all these games up front, probably going to be a 13 and three team and at least go into the AFC championship. How far do you have the Steelers going, Ethan? I really see them getting a 14 wins, two loss. The yeah. way how they're playing, especially like you just mentioned, the Bills, the Baltimore Ravens, the Colts could be a challenging for them that could, could rummage their undefeated season. But don't be surprised if you see them just make it to the divisional route and then lose. Don't be surprised by that because the way how they're playing and then they're getting close games to close teams like Cowboys. Yeah. No one thought that would – everyone thought it was going to be a, a sweep, no problem. But Right. They've had some fishy wins, man. They're a fishy 9-0 team. They're, they're, just, they're kind of fool's scared. gold sitting there at 9-0. I'm just scared about the Steelers right now, it, how, how they're playing right now. I know they're playing very well with a, with a good record right now, but I'm just afraid once the playoffs start, when they start playing good teams, and it's going to be rocky for them. So I, I think it, division around exit right there. I don't, I don't see them making to the championship game as much as I'm hoping so, but I don't think so. Right. Yeah, man, I feel you on that. And I don't trust Big Ben late, on, uh, late in the season either. I don't think the offense is going to be able to hang with if the, you know, if the Ravens find themselves. I think the Ravens do have a better offense than the Steelers. The Ravens are just obviously struggling to pass the ball right now. Um, but you obviously look at the Chiefs. I mean, that's a huge offense. Maybe even the Titans, that's a big offense, you know. There's other offenses in the AFC that I trust more than Pittsburgh. And then maybe another one right here that this team we're about to segue into is the Cleveland Browns. Now, they have shocked me this season running the ball as well as they been able to and playing great football compared to uh, previous Cleveland Brown seasons sitting at six and three right now and like I said they're somewhat figuring themselves out Baker's still a problem unfortunately and OBJ being hurt you can definitely see the reflection of that on the field and in the offense I do have them finishing the year 10 and six though floating just above their expected realistically making a wild card I don't know if Baker has enough in it and uh, rather in his game to win a playoff game this year but if the running game comes out like it has all year then I can see the Browns getting to the divisional but where do you have them landing brother yeah most shocking for the Browns right there good record right now six and three can't complain about Cleveland right now I really see them as you mentioned 10 and six they'll make the wild card but I think this could be a wild card exit I don't I don't think Baker Mayfield especially with good teams like you know it's the Steelers that got blown out and then other great teams like Baltimore for example we got blown out too so I don't know especially with good teams for Baker Mayfield, and especially since he lost OBJ, which everyone's saying OBJ is maybe his last year for Cleveland. No, yeah, but I say Browns right now, 10 and 6, wild card exit. Yeah, looks like we're in agreement on that right there, man. A team that's really disappointed me this year, though, it's got to be the Houston Texans, man. I had them doing a lot better than they're going right now. It's just absolutely unexplainable. I mean, these guys are bad at everything, and they have so much potential on that team. And with a star quarterback like Deshaun Watson, who I still feel like is playing good football, it's just I think it boils down to coaching. I mean, this year, the Texans feel like how the Browns were last year when they had all that talent and everybody was calling them maybe to win the AFC North. I know they were favored after that OBJ trade, 
trade, which I thought was stupid. I didn't really think how anybody thought that the Ravens weren't going to be good last year. We see what they did with the 14-2 and record. And you look at the rest of their schedule, you could possibly, I mean, they could lose out the way they've been playing. These guys could really go 2-14, and 14, hitting way below their floor. Don't be shocked if the Texans have a top five draft pick by the end of the season. Are you so shocked by the Texans this year, Ethan? I am really am shocked. Well, I'm shocked, but I'm not shocked at the same time because it goes down to what Bill O'Brien did in the offseason. Bill O'Brien legit traded his number one wide receiver in the league almost for Hopkins. Oh, Eric yeah. D-Hop was definitely the best receiver in the to league. Get, to get, John, to get uh, excuse me, David Johnson, who was injured. And not the same David Johnson you saw in Arizona when he first started calling out, but then he started depleting. So it was that wasn't even a good trade go with so I'm not surprised how the Texans have been but I know Deshaun Watson is playing good football no question about it. and this could be J.J. Watson maybe last year for the Texans because he's been very he wants to win so we never, never know what J.J. Watt will go next season but where I see the Texans I see them maybe win another game or two so I'll, so I'll get sad that they're so bad with all that talent man gosh man it, it's it's pretty sad how how Bill O'Brien destructively destroyed the team right there since he finally got fired, which he deserved, honestly. I know Houston was trying to get him out, kind of like the, how the Jets were trying to get rid of Adam Gase. But where would I see the Texans right now? 3-13. and 13. But they'll get the top five pick. The Texans are – they're <laughs> – they're an aggravating team. I would feel bad yeah, for Texas fans because last year looked really promising, and I, yeah. I expected Deshaun Watson to play better football this year. And I do feel like he is doing it to an extent, but something's just not clicking down in Houston. They easily have a problem down there. But the Tennessee Titans, a team that a lot of people wanted to bag on me for earlier in the year because I wasn't extremely sold on them. And you take a look, they started hot, but they beat a lot of bad teams early on when they were undefeated. And the schedule has now rounded out, and they've come back to earth. Don't take – don't get me wrong, I do think the Tennessee Titans are still a good football team, but I was never extremely high on Tennessee to begin with. I have them going uh, three and four, actually, in their last seven games. So they're going to finish at nine and seven with a wild card appearance. And if you look at the ceiling floor and expected I have here, I had their expected being nine and seven with the wild card. Ethan, do you have the Titans going any further than the wild card this year? Mm. Titans, they've been pretty, playing good football. Not, not to question how they started out beginning, but then when they start playing good teams like the Steelers, they're going right back to down the earth right there. I do see them with a 9 7 record, how they did ended up last season, which I do agree with you. And do they make the wild card? Yep, yeah, of course they make the wild card. Now, will they advance the wild, after the wild card? Hmm, yes, I actually say yes. Don't be surprised. I don't know. They may make get that magical run like they did last season. They could go to the AFC Championship. Do they have back-to-back magical postseason runs in them, though? It could happen. I don't, know, I don't man. know. I feel like I would only trust Patrick Mahomes. And, I mean, even his luck might run out this year, brother. Mm, I don't know. You might, you, might <laughs> see luck. you might see some luck again for the Titans. I don't know. Right. I, I see them if they magical run once again to the AFC Championship. Derrick Henry, dude. Colts, this was a big AFC sleeper team I had coming into the year, and they just came off a huge win over the Tennessee Titans. I actually had the Titans winning that game, so unfortunately I did lose that one in my pickums. But you look at Phillip Rivers, a guy who's really holding this team back. I think the Colts are a Super Bowl contender if they had the quarterback question right, and that's why I mentioned back at the trade deadline, if the Colts maybe wanted to get real ballsy at the trade deadline along with the Falcons and say, hey, we'll swap Rivers for Matt Ryan. I think Matt Ryan on the Colts makes them 
a Super Bowl contender because they got a lot of young talent over there. Matt Ryan could go over there, coach the locker room up, get them in on a veteran who has been to a Super Bowl. And honestly, the schedule is balanced the rest of the season. I think it could go either way. I'm going to have them finishing with probably 10 or 11 wins, and I do see them in the divisional. So about my expected for them. But Ethan, could you maybe see the Colts going to the AFC Championship? Uh, no, I actually. <laughs> it's like I'm not even gonna let you down, slow man. Not at no, all. I, I don't really see the Colts going that far into the playoffs. Let's be real there. I think the play, they'll make they'll win the division. I'll give you that. They'll win the division, and they're they go ten and six. They'll win the division. It's not that tough of a division. You just the only threat is the Titans. The other two are down one and one and eight, and the other one's two wins. So right. So Colts. I think the Colts got a division. They'll win the second game over the Titans. And I have them winning the second game over the Titans, too. They can go to the division round, but it's going to be tough in the division round. So I think they'll exit their division round. Buffalo Bills, though, another team that I wasn't high on. The win against Seattle was not impressive to me. And then they just lost to the Cardinals. I'm not taking anything away from them. But Josh Allen didn't play his greatest game with a couple interceptions. I don't think they've won a big game yet. And like I said, Seattle's defense was bad. That was not a big win for the Bills. A lot of points, great, but you put up a lot of points on a bad defense. An inconsistent team, the Buffalo Bills, have an inconsistent offense. The defense isn't what it was last year. And like Tennessee, they won a lot of bad games early on in the year that they really should have lost. Preston Williams should have caught that pass in the Dolphins game the Rams should have came back on them I mean they had to kick six field goals to beat the Jets that's embarrassing in itself and I have them splitting their last six and I think they're shaking it so catch them in the postseason don't be surprised if it's a wild card exit again do you see them going out in the wild card though Ethan or do you have them going further Mm. I know I know Miami fans are gonna hate me for this but anyways the Bills I think I think they can go 12 and 4 honestly the way how they're, they're playing. I know they just lost to the Arizona, which I was heartbreaking. They did finally got some power after, like, the Patriots and Jets game where Josh Allen was – you didn't ever know what happened to Josh Allen in that game. Right. But if they play how they play against Arizona and Seattle, I think they could win most of the go all out besides losing to the Finns. But <laughs> – I love it. But I do see – Dolphins the are going to catch them the second time around for sure, though. It's going to be tough where I want to put the Bills at. It could be a division around exit or AFC championship. Who knows? I, I say either or there. I can't really decide which one right there, but I would say division more. Yeah, yeah, definitely division for me because I just think I just think their shakiness, they're inconsistent. They don't have a big win yet. And I, I still think Josh Allen is still growing up just a little bit. Sean McDermott's still a great coach, probably a top five newest head coach in the NFL right now. I mean, he's definitely coaching that team up. They got to find the defense, though. But I feel like maybe another year or two for Buffalo, bringing in Stephon Diggs was great. But I, need to, I think they need to get a little bit of a running game under their belt. But one team we absolutely have to respect this year and these this, these guys really shocked me. It's going to be the Raiders sitting at 6-3. and three. Shout out to Joe Morley. I know you are loving your Raiders this year, especially Raiders. beating up on my Saints, man. We really got embarrassed in that game. No answer for Darren Waller. The offense is one of the better ones in the NFL, and they can run the ball with Josh Jacobs to control the clock. I think Josh Jacobs is a top five running back right now. I actually had him at my four when I put out my running back power rankings a few weeks ago. They do have some big wins on the year, and they've played one of the toughest schedules. They got a big win over the Saints. They got a big win over the Chiefs. And, I mean, they've played a good schedule, like I mentioned so uh, so far, but it does continue to be tough as the year finishes. The Chiefs are going to win this division without a doubt, so I think they're going to make a wild-card appearance as a tough team. But, Ethan, I got to know, where do you have the Raiders finishing this year? Mm. I got the Raiders 10-6. and 
I I don't think they're gonna win against the Chiefs. And that matchup again, you know how the Chiefs are really want that win over the Raiders after they're making them embarrassment at, at their own house. So right, gonna respond there. But how far do I see the Raiders? I wouldn't be surprised if I see the Raiders could possibly make the championship run. Because they really? have a Joshua Jacobs. Their running game is pretty solid right there. Right. They got Henry surprised. Ruggs. They got Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar somehow gets a touchdown almost every game besides like right. the last – Derek Carr is kind of athletic too. This game in Cleveland. But don't be surprised if the Raiders can make it that far and meet up with, with Patrick Mahomes. That would be huge to see a Chiefs-Raiders AFC Championship. I think that would be, be probably the right last matchup I would expect to come out of there. Speaking of the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, the best team in the NFL. They're scary this year, man. Eight and one, everything they couldn't do last year, they can do it this year. Patrick Mahomes is on face on pace for another 50, or excuse me, another 50 touchdowns, 5,000-yard season with two picks that's what he's on pace for he'll probably come back to earth but i gotta say the kansas city chiefs are scary right now ceh is becoming a force taking the pressure off mahomes not that mahomes cracks under the pressure anyways because he had the the miraculous postseason last year and the defense is one of the best in the league they're sixth in overall scoring defense in the nfl mahomes is having a legendary year and he probably is going to win the mvp again going five and two in their last seven games is what i have them doing finishing at 13 and three and there's no question they're going to represent the afc in the Super Bowl this year. Do you have someone else besides the Chiefs representing the AFC this year in the Super Bowl, Ethan? Oh, man. Yeah, I was going to say the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl, too. I don't know. It's, it's kind of tough with the AFC because I don't know my fans won't make it at all. <laughs> I, <laughs> wish, I wish, but that's not that's not realistic. Uh, I won't be surprised if I see the Steelers there. I wouldn't be surprised to see Steelers there as well. I know I did say they might lose in the divisional round, but don't be surprised if Steelers can make it. I definitely see them losing in the divisional. But don't be surprised with the Steelers at the same time. I can't think of really anybody else, you know. It's either the Chiefs, Steelers, could be, like I said, the Raiders. Surprisingly, that'll be a surprise one. I think They no beat one. the Chiefs before. They've proven that they can beat the Chiefs. That's the only loss for Kansas City this year. So you have a point with Las Vegas maybe sneaking up on them. You never know. The black hole can come and sneak out on the AFC. AFC and represent AFC. You never know. I saved the best for last for you, brother. The Finns, the Miami Dolphins, the biggest surprise of the year to me. Tua Tagovailoa is a stud. These guys have an elite defense in the NFL right now. This was the most slept on team of the year coming in. And I mean, you can just see how I projected them right here coming into the season. Tua is going to be special, I feel like, when he needs to be. And the defense is here to stay, which is what will keep them relevant. Call me insane, but you can go take a look at their schedule and they could really win out this year outside of the Kansas City game. I'll keep it real, though, when I do have them winning four of their last six around the 11 or probably around the 10 or 11 win mark and blasting through their ceiling. And really don't be shocked if Tua Tagovailoa wins a playoff game as a rookie. But, Ethan, I want to hear your take on your fins this year before we wrap up the show. Man, I like I like that take right there. That Man, I mean, dude, the Finns are looking good. You can't say they haven't been playing well. Some people have Miami in their top five, and honestly, I can see why. Man, they're I better than have, a lot of teams right now. The NFL that a lot they're better. They're a lot better than people think right now. Every everything is connected with Miami. Special teams, defense, offense is connecting very well. I do love Miami going eleven to five. I do think it's gonna be a tough matchup when we blue do play against the Chiefs and the Bills. That's gonna be really a good. Y'all could beat the Bills though. Y'all could definitely beat the Bills. Beat the with how inconsistent the Bills are, and y'all definitely have a better defense than them. No. Do we make it out of the first round? Oh, man, that's a tough one. I, I don't know. 
I, I think that's when they come down to earth. I think they'll get a first round exit as much as because I haven't. The last time Miami has won a playoff game was in 01. Remind you, that was the year I was born, so I don't even remember that game at all. Let's put it that way. But do I see a win? I don't know. It's gonna be a tough. It's gonna be tough because those teams are up there. You got Chiefs, you got the Bills, and you got the Steelers that we could play against. So that's gonna be really bad matchups right there. If we could beat the Chiefs and the Bills, then maybe. But if we play the Steelers at the last at the seventh seed, uh, <laughs> that's it's all gonna be tough one. That, that that's not a, a gimme. So I don't I don't think we see a further than the first round. But if they they do, that will surprise the heck out of me. I will legit jump up and down. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, I know you would be you would be super happy about the Miami Dolphins. And like I said, dude, really don't be surprised. I could see a first round exit, but I I'm almost confident saying that I feel like Tua could definitely win a playoff game this year. I mean, Miami's looking good. He's three and zero as a starter, five touchdowns so far, no picks. I mean, yeah, he got lit up on his first play, of course. But B Flow, who is probably going to get Coach of the Year, I got absolutely blasted for calling Cliff Kingsbury Coach of the Year. So I could definitely see Brian Flores taking it. I think Brian. Flores should get it over Mike Tomlin because we know what Mike Tomlin's been able to do. I think last year was the year for Mike Tomlin to win it because when you lose everybody and you still go eight and eight and you're still fighting for a playoff spot at the end of the year, I think it's got to be Brian Flores for coach of the year over Mike Tomlin. But that is going to wrap up today's episode of the What Off Season Sports Podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in as we held our preseason predictions accountable, looking at the ceiling floor and expected how we expected these 16 teams that we laid out for you to finish out the year. And of course, like I mentioned, I was alone on the show today i had my boy ethan from the e on the mic show another sports podcast that you can go check out he's on instagram on all social medias especially go check him on tiktok he's always pushing out content there of course you can click the link in our bio for all what off season content and the same for ethan as well everybody thank you so much again for tuning in go check us both out on the social media subscribe on the platforms this is what off season signing out everybody